Hello and welcome back to Crystal Clear, the podcast where clarity is the goal, clarity in life, clarity in choices, just being totally clear with who I am and where I desire to be. Crystal Clear is my affirmation. And when I tell you, I think it's really working, y'all. I really think it is. Yeah, I have had a great week. Um, This is the, well, actually, last week, my 2016 wrap up, I actually decided to share with, you know, some family and some friends, not everybody, but, you know, a lot of them. And uh, basically, I kind of made it more than what it should have been. Like, I'm over here worried and stressed out and afraid. And really, it was nothing. And uh, let this be... uh, an example for me and maybe someone who's listening if you're worried about people caring really about what you're doing or having an opinion or you know discouraging you some people might it depends but a lot of people are just gonna let you do your thing and if you're just stressing yourself out for no good reason it probably is for no good reason and just do it because honestly nothing changed they some people listened some people didn't some people didn't even react and it's okay it's fine like you were settled on your decision anyway I definitely was so yeah like do it and don't make a big thing of it and I'm sorry I wasted time but I was being true to myself and explaining what uh fears I was encountering when considering sharing with people and that's gone now and I see it was no big deal maybe I don't know all that's um, going to happen. It was just a few days ago, really. But at the end of the day, I'm going to do what I'm going to do, how I am going to do it. And that's final. Today's episode is called Lack Nothing. And this is episode five. Yeah. Yeah. This is episode five. And again, it's called Lack Nothing. The reason for today's title is uh, the sheer fact that while I was deciding the first few family members and friends I was going to share with, I experienced a variety of emotions, some of which I'm not proud of, and I want to question them and be open and honest because I, I have no reason to lie, and I feel like if I'm going to pretend here, I should just stop. I shouldn't do it. I really want to help people, and I, I really feel like the only way to truly help people is to be as clear and open as possible because you know there's plenty of you know great polished people out there doing their thing uh you know sharing their lives and inspiring people but you know maybe maybe there needs to be someone to bridge the gap as far as people understanding that you know they've had a difficult life and they haven't gotten where they needed to be and they kind of feel less than they kind of feel like they don't have enough education or they don't feel like they're good enough really to step out and do something that they really like to do and if this podcast is nothing else I want it to be an example that it don't matter really honestly it does not matter if you have something on your heart that you feel like you have to do then you have to do it and let nothing stop you let nothing stop you you can list all your flaws of why you can't do something or why you don't feel like you can do it well and you 
do it anyway. Look at them all. You can rehearse them if you like. And if it's going to keep you from doing it, I guess you just need to, you know, put them away and list some things that you feel like you do well. And maybe that'll make you do what you feel like you need to do. But I like to talk about the things that, you know, uh, hold me back because they can't continue to hold me back once I discuss them. It's kind of like once you speak about the things that you fear, you almost dissolve them when you bring them out in the open to discuss them because sometimes there's people there to say, girl, uh, is that a real fear? Like kind of make it a silly thing that you've been holding on to all this time. So I feel like if my podcast does nothing else, I wanted to encourage people who feel like they're not good enough to understand whatever you're, you know, experiencing in your realm of feelings, in your realm of feelings, discount that because it's probably just something keeping you from what you really truly need so lack nothing (laughs) so uh i want to define the word scarcity because i feel like the lack mindset and the scarcity mindset or the scarcity mentality is the same thing and so scarcity the state of being scarce or in short supply shortage uh, so when I mention scarcity and lack, I know when I was trying to pick the people that I felt most comfortable sharing my uh, podcast with, uh, I was kind of like, um, nah, <laughs> yeah, or mm, I don't know, and just different little things, and that kind of goes back into like how I wrapped up my 2016 episode where I talked about uh, holding people hostage. And there's some people I literally just released. (laughs) I'm serious. I just released you um, this past week. And so if you feel like a new sense of freedom, it's because I personally just released you from your past. And um, I feel bad uh, about holding you hostage in where you used to be or where I categorized you, but um, I'm being worked on. I'm I'm not finished, and I don't think I'll ever will be, but that's why I decided to do this because I understand it is a constant renewal. Like, it's you're always changing. You are always improving if you want to. You know, I guess it could be the other way around. You can always be spiraling downhill or in the wrong direction if you would like. But yeah, if you choose to be better, then you can move upward constantly. So a lot of you I just freed. So you're welcome. And um, I was running out of space anyway. And I felt like it's because I just didn't know how you would take it or what you would say. And, you know, me, I feel like I can read people's minds even though I absolutely can't and that's why the mindset the scarcity mindset is important because if you have experienced lack or scarcity the way you think the way you form opinions your perception is formed out of that lack and out of that scarcity so I really think it's important to identify so once you change the way you think you can kind of change what you experience in life. And I feel like I've said this a million times, but maybe not on my podcast. So I'll carry on. So to define the scarcity mindset, the first thing I Googled, I saw that um, 
The definition is as the belief that everything is limited and thus it is better to be selfish than generous. It is a cynical term by nature and the author Stephen Covey says, or Covey says it's based around the idea that there is not enough. Another quote that I love is, um, when you fight for your limitations, you get to keep them. And I guess to me, my biggest fight in life, whether I realize it or not, which has probably been why it's been so hard, is because I never wanted to be limited. But at the same time, I wasn't going anywhere. I wasn't doing much. But I didn't want to be limited. And I didn't want people to categorize me or box me in or, you know, just just a whole lot of different ideas where I felt like people had the wrong idea about me or just just things that kind of left me feeling negative. And I realized that a lot of those things came from that scarcity mindset, the me not being enough in general, the me not being educated enough in general, me not having enough, me not having, you know, just that whole lack of everything I need to do anything I want, I feel like was born from that mindset. And I didn't know what it was. I didn't know it was a thing. So of course I couldn't do anything about it, but be disappointed because that's all I could see is disappointment. And the reason why I set on my voice or my opinion or my feelings is because it was all I had. And if I gave it to you or whomever, whomever could, you know, hear it and you picked it apart and you thought it was no good. And my value was was in within your feelings or your opinion. My value was within your opinion. My value was within your opinion of what I was doing or how I was doing it or how I said it or what you thought of me. I had none for myself. The same reason why complaining is pointless because when you're complaining, it's as if you can do nothing about it. Once you kind of realize everything you're complaining about is something you can change, it kind of makes you feel like there's no point in complaining. So... That's all I really go into right there as far as that. But uh, there was an article on uh, Psychology Today um, by Sharam Hesme, PhD. And he kind of goes into like everything that stems from the scarcity mindset. And it's a really good article. I kind of like that kind of thing. I know it's not everybody's thing, but I understand. So as I mentioned before in previous episodes, I've always wanted to share. I've always wanted to discuss my ideas and beliefs and opinions. And I remember uh, starting a blog called Crystal Logic. And when I think about it, that's not a bad name for a podcast, but I won't go there. I already, you know, uh, consulted with some professionals and uh, no, I'm just playing. I'm not going there. That's just not the name of this podcast. Um, Then I probably, probably uploaded two videos on YouTube that I never shared with the public so and I probably even deleted at this point and that was just me kind of thinking about doing something doing it and then changing my mind for whatever reason 
So every time I wanted to do something, I lost interest. I felt like the people that were already doing it were doing so well that me doing it would be pointless. That stems from the scarcity mindset. It's it's a sad thing. I, I mean, I I think about all the people who this world needs and they're not doing what they need to do. They're not following their purpose because they're afraid and they don't feel good enough. They feel like, oh, somebody else is doing that and there's not enough room for all of us. I hear people say it, you know, like, oh, there's not enough room for all of us to succeed. But you think about all the authors, all the pastors, all the singers, all the actors, and you think they get there because only was enough room for them? No, it's because they fought for what they believed in. They believed in themselves. They fought for it and they are where they are today because they were serious about it. So I I just had to do something. I, you know, I started to get more information and I could no longer support this idea that I wasn't enough. It didn't make sense. It, why, why, why everybody else? And I'm trying to go in an order so this works out smoothly. I'm kind of getting ahead of myself, but it's just, I can't help thinking while I'm speaking and it's just becoming more and more just crazy to me that I was bound by this mindset for so long. But in order for me to actually take action like I'm doing now, I had to go through a lot of things. My, I had to change the way I thought. I had to just change. So because the decision to deny my desires or disqualify, disqualify myself did not satisfy the need and our hunger for something I really, really wanted, I ended up annoyingly trying to fill a gap I created. Just looking for things. I probably started eating more. (laughs) I probably started, you know, shopping more, talking on the phone about nothing, searching the internet, just trying to fill up my days and time because I needed something, but the very thing I needed, I was afraid of. (laughs) Then, you know, Facebook, you know, we all know Facebook is where time goes to die. And I remember just searching and searching and refreshing and just looking at everybody's posts. And I remember even getting irritated by anyone who seemed to post every thought or idea it just felt like why do they deem everything they do so important but then I started to think well you know maybe they actually think they're good enough so I guess then I had beef with anybody who refused to accept that they weren't I had to ask myself questions I I didn't understand. You don't you don't agree with what they're doing or you don't think that they're any better than you, but here they are putting themselves out there. Whether you agree with it or not, they're putting themselves out there. So even if you do have 
an edge on them. It doesn't matter. They believe in themselves. You don't believe in yourself. So yeah, they're better than you. For that reason, alone. <sighs> I thought maybe go back to school. Find a job that make more that makes more money. Uh, focus on other people. Maybe just help other people do what they want to do. Just don't worry about you. Maybe you're here. Maybe your whole reason for being here is to hold someone this someone else's hand and help them do what they want to do. And you stay deprived. <laughs> you don't worry about you. You just focus on others. Cause, yeah, that that feels right. No, that didn't feel right. And what made everything worse was the fact that, you know, like things would happen and and my my mind would be filled with ideas. Like in a way, kinda, like every time something would happen, like on the news or on a TV show or just a problem, when a problem presented itself, like I would hear myself fill up with the response, like a sermon almost. <laughs> just fill up. And it was like, I knew, I knew what they needed to hear, but I mean, I'm not finna put it out there. I mean, who am I? What, what? I'm not going through all that. Mm-mm. Don't worry about it. Or I would see a post on Facebook or some social media and I'd have a response for it. But I'm like, mm-mm, mm-mm. there's enough of that out there. <laughs> Everybody throwing their opinions around like they're necessary and stuff. Like it was irritating, but I feel, I, I really realized at this point, anything that truly irritated me surrounding like people putting their opinions out it was because I wanted to do it but I felt self-conscious about it and it was because I didn't believe in myself so I mean think about it are you irritated every time you see somebody post stuff not not mind you I'm not saying there are not people out there just posting any and everything I'm not saying it's not annoying but I'm saying, what are you being irritated by? Are you being irritated by the fact that they deem it important and you don't? Are you being irritated by the fact that you might actually have something to say and you won't say it? And when you see somebody else just th- thinklessly just doing stuff where they're putting themselves out there and you make a deal, a big, big deal about everything you think, everything you think. So where you talk yourself out of the smallest stuff, the most insignificant things you talk yourself out of. So, I mean, that's just being honest. Like, what's really going on? What's really happening there? Why is something making you mad? Why is it irritating you? So needless to say, it started to like, make me feel weird. Like, why, why, why can't I just leave this alone? If I'm not, you know, confident enough to do it, why can't it just go away? Why do I always get filled up with ideas? Or why do I always find myself, you know, writing things down or talking to myself about what I would say or what I could say or what I should say? You know, kind of going over some type of rehearsal. This, this, you know, I, I, I can't lie. I mean, for real, <laughs> just talking. <laughs> Not really like having a full conversation, but kind of just talking out what I would like to say to some people or about a topic or just things along that along the lines of just clarifying things like helping the understanding except like another way to view things because I feel like a lot of times everything is one-sided or the 
the options that you have to consider don't stick with you so or they don't mean anything to you so you're just so ready to dismiss everything but I feel like there are multiple ways to see any and everything and none of us know which is the accurate way to see anything we just know what feels right to us so I just always found myself struggling with knowing I had something to say and choosing to say nothing and another weird thing that kept happening to me was people would come to me just random people or people I really knew well or good good friends would come to me and tell me something that they were really struggling with and I could feel myself get excited I could feel myself like my heart beating fast butterflies in my stomach And I would say the most encouraging things and the things that would come out of my mouth were like filled with pure honesty. It was so much truth that the person I was talking to, they couldn't even deny it. And I could hardly even believe it was coming from me. It was just the purest form of clarity. that that is what I want that is what I want I want that like sometimes when I'm talking to people and I'm explaining stuff I can't even explain why it makes so much sense I don't even know where those words coming from I don't sit up and anticipate every issue there is so when someone comes to me to talk to me and I'm just ready to rattle off the answer I don't know but sometimes because it doesn't happen every time but a lot of times most of the times people come to me and they'll ask a question or they'll you know start just spilling their guts about what's wrong or what they're you know upset about and I'll respond And it felt perfect for them. Like I heard what they said, I'm responding and it's like, girl, I need to write this down. I have a good friend and every time I tell her something, I feel like she said, I need to write this down. But yeah, so I don't feel like I can take full um, credit for it. I feel like it's something deeper. And if I need to be clear, if I need to eat a certain way, if I need to get a certain amount of sleep, if I need to work out some a certain amount of time, if I need to have a clear schedule, whatever I need to feel like that all the time, I'm willing to do it. But I feel like because I kind of shut it down, like I don't, I refuse um, to kind of talk or I, I refuse to express myself or I refuse to speak on what I know I need to speak on, I feel like it's really random and sporadic when I get those moments of clarity, when I can, can explain something, you know, beautifully and clearly, and everything just work out perfect. The person's helped. They needed what they needed, and I feel great because I can tell I helped them. It's like when you help somebody, you're helping yourself. So that is beautiful. But on the flip side of that, every now and again, somebody will come to me or 
a topic will come up or and it's people I'm actually comfortable with talking to and I can't make sense of nothing. So it's like on one end, it's beautiful clarity. On the other end, it's jumbled confusion. <laughs> and so it left me feeling like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not going, you know, run with this because as soon as I feel like I got something going, the other me comes and screws everything up. So it kind of left me, you know, knowing, understanding there was something good that I could offer, but also, so needless to say, I just decided, you know what, I'm going to wait for those opportunities when it feels right, when the moment is organic and, uh, I'll just let the clarity, you know, speak through me at that point. <clears throat> but uh, as far as like just putting ideas out there or thoughts or opinion, I'm just, I won't worry about it. And that was that. I just, you know, if you notice me quite, if you knew me, first of all, if you know me and you knew me to be a outspoken person, and then you realize I kind of got quiet where you pretty much got nothing out of me. That was because that was because I kind of just lost my confidence in myself and decided that I had no room, no space to try and help people with the things that I thought like it was just me. It was nothing to it. Anybody could think that, you know, who am I? This type of thing you, you guys probably hear me say that a thousand times because that is literally the negative talk that would interfere with anything good I wanted to do every time who are you you don't have anything you know worth saying who are you and why do you feel like it's important but eventually it became clear to me that this was a very 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 negative thing I was doing to myself so what I'll have to go into or explain another podcast is my uh, foundation and my my belief I am I'm a Christian and I was raised in church and my faith is very very strong but but and but my faith is in question because everything I think tears me down. Everything that came to mind, everything that I, you know, fixated upon was tearing me down. So my claims to trust and believe in God were false. How can I trust and believe in God? If every good thing that came to me was disabled in a matter of seconds because I didn't feel I was good enough. See, and that's, that's, that's weird. God is good. You're not. You believe in God. God is good. You're not. You believe in God. God is good. You're not. You believe in God. All things are possible with God. You believe in God. You don't believe in yourself. 
you believe in God, you don't believe in yourself. The issue I was experiencing, if God is to give me something, if God was to give me something to do, I don't trust him enough to actually do it. There's enough enough negative self-talk in my head that'll talk me out of any good thing, no matter where it comes from, whether it's something I personally want to do or something that God wants me to do, something God-inspired or a higher, however you want to look at it, whether it's me or more than me, I'm not going to do it because I don't believe in myself. How can I? I don't believe in myself. What can God do with somebody who doesn't believe in themselves? I realize that it's a combination. Because I believe in God, I can now believe in myself. If God is protecting me, I can believe in myself. I don't have to worry about what's not good enough. I don't have to consider my flaws. God is protecting me. He is covering me. I don't have to worry about what things I don't possess. I don't have to worry about what I don't have. If I believe in me, and I ultimately believe that God has put something in me that he can actually use, I have to have confidence in myself to actually do the things that God would will for me to do. Aha! (laughs) Okay. I've been doing this wrong. I've been doing this wrong. Everything my life said before basically was keeping me from God. I need I need the applause to just come in here. It's it's a it's a two it's it involves me and God. It is not just God. God God can't do anything with somebody who just refuses to believe in themselves. Point blank period, you can do nothing if you don't believe all things are possible. You can't, you won't, you will not. You are you are stuck. You are where you are, and that's it for you. Point, I, I'm sorry, I'm not even trying to, I'm not even trying to preach here. I'm just explaining that I can tell you, I can tell you personally, no matter how good you are, no matter how good you make a point to live, no matter how nice you are, no matter how much you smile, no matter how kind you are, no matter how much you give to others, no matter if you never curse or say a bad word, no matter if you read your Bible a million times a day, no matter if you pray every time you think a negative thought, no matter if you have given the last piece of clothing and all your money away to someone who needs it, no matter what, if you do not believe in yourself, you will do nothing in faith. nothing God wants you to believe in him but ultimately so you can do what you need to do ultimately that's 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 the exchange believe in me so you can do what I need you to do believe in me I need you to do something believe me believe that I want you to do it believe that I need you to do it I can do whatever I want to do but I chose you go and do it That was the hardest thing. That was the hardest thing <laughs> for me to receive. And I remember even getting scared. Like, really, 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 really God, like I'm I'm supposed to do I'm supposed to do something more than what I'm doing. Like, really, you want me to do something? 
really, I can't just rest on the fact that I don't feel like I'm supposed to do it. Like, I see there's a lot of people out there, God, and I feel like they can do it better than me, and I feel like they're already doing it better than me. You mean to tell me that I need to do it anyway? <laughs> I would say that slower just in case it came off too fast, but that was like a true thought, and that was the speed of it. That's accurate. <laughs> God, there's more for me to do. God, you want you want me to, me, me to do it. Me, Crystal, me. I have to do it. There's other people doing it, God, and they're doing it really, really good. And I agree with everything they say just about. And I feel like they have it on lock, but you still need me to do something. So with that, every idea of lack, every mindset of limit or scarcity, everything I felt like was not good enough everything I felt like I needed more of fell away and what was worse I ended up moving to a new city and out of my old comfort my belief and my strength were being tested daily Eventually, I was left with no excuse that I really, today I understand that fear is confirmation and that it tells me what I really need to do. So when I get scared, I do it anyway. Every time y'all hear me talking about my negative thoughts and you actually hear me talking about my negative thoughts, that's me saying I had negative thoughts, but they didn't stop me. And my favorite scripture, y'all, I really didn't mean for this to be church, y'all, but my favorite scripture is, uh, the race is not given to the swift or to the strong, but to those that endure unto the end. So when I think about swift, of course, it's like the fastest person. And the way that works out for me is, um, the fastest person is going to beat you. They're going to beat you. They're going to do it before you. They did it first. So even if what you want to do has been done before, it doesn't relieve you of your duties. And yeah, you understand that you have a lot of flaws and you're pretty, you lack in the area of strength and you consider yourself to be weak or you don't feel like you have what's necessary. But the race isn't given to the strong. <laughs> it's given to the person who understands that they have a duty. And no matter how hard or what they have to overcome to complete, to finish, they're going to do it. And good thing. Because that's who the race is given to. Those who endure to the end. And that's why that's my favorite scripture. Because it lets me know. It lets me know that even though I had a late start. I'm still on time. (laughs) I now understand that I am significant. 
and that I am enough. Scarcity no longer matters. There is always going to be enough for me. There is no such thing as short supply. All needs are supplied. In fact, I understand today that I possess everything I need. And my goals, what I am reaching for, the things I would like to achieve, they're already done. I just got to get there. All right, guys, that was episode five. Thank you for listening. And email me at thecrystalclear at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-C-H-R-I-S-T-A-L-C-L-E-A-R at gmail.com. Again, email me and look for me on Mondays. Thanks.